Welcome to Beyond the 8-Bit Screen, where the nerds gather together to explore the transformation from a video game to the big screen. My name is Zoe Dabisky, and I am your host on this quest. This week, we'll be looking at Witcher, which is kind of a unique episode, since it involves a book, a video game, and a TV series. Gathered around the table are my friends Tyson Bryan and Joel Pitts, so sit back, relax, grab that caffeinated beverage of your choice, and enjoy the episode. Introduce yourselves again for the third or fourth time, however many times you guys have been on here. No idea. I've lost count. Joel, you go first. My name's Joel Pitts. I'm going to be the host husband in 60 60 days. Um, And I've watched the first season with her, and I have played the third game, and I played the second game. But only, like, the first missions of both games. Uh, I'm Tyson. I have watched all three seasons of The Witcher, and I've played the entirety of Witcher 3 and played a little bit less than the entirety of Witcher 2. I'm the host, and I got to play approximately 20 minutes of the fir- of the third game. I got to play 20 minutes of Wild Hunt, and I got to watch the first season. And that's all I've got. But I did research, so I sort of know things. So I can read off my, my fun little research. Interestingly enough, when I looked up Arcane, there was a lot of stuff on Arcane. When I looked up Resident Evil, there was a lot like, oh, everyone hated it, or oh, all this thing about the production. With Witcher, was like, yeah, it was made. Cool. It was. Yeah, it just was about it. Um, but from, from according to my research, three mainline games, several spinoffs, and a couple of expansion packs. I thought that it was a book adapted into a game, adapted into a series. But it seems that the game and the TV series are both adapted off the book, not in like a straight line. Yeah. It's still kind of treated uh, like The games are off the book series. Yes. They're sequel to the events of the book. Yeah. And I guess the TV series is... I've watched it and read it. Oh, I've read the book a little bit. I forgot to mention that part. I actually did read the book. But people treat it as if it's an adaptation of the games and or just an addition to the canon in general, which still counts. Totally didn't kind of throw me off this whole theme of the podcast. It's fine. I I thought you knew that. No. I I didn't. I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought you understood and you were just chill with it. It's, for all intents and purposes, it's an addition to a canon with where most people have interacted, I think, with the game rather than the book. Um, yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Project Red is a project because it has a K in it. Yeah, it's Project just Red. Just Project Red. Yeah. Um, got it, it's just Project. Project. It's just my Red. Little, my little project. It's got a little, they got a little cardinal. Oh, fun. Well, Project Red got the rights to the book in 2003, released the first game in 2007, and then the first, series, first season of the Netflix show was released in 2019, according to Wikipedia, uh, because it knows yeah. all has sold over 75 million units. Most of them are Wild Hunt. I didn't realize there was a Polish movie made in 2001. Yeah, it's something. It's rated 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb and has a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes versus the Netflix one, which is 80% across the board. So kind of bombed, but people still think that it led the way to Netflix. So, you know, sometimes you have to flop really hard. Uh, Steam's metrics were hard for me to understand but basically game real good yeah what most Mm. people think game real good and then i didn't know there was an animated special and a like a six episode or four to six episode spinoff series on netflix oh yeah sorry i watched the animated one it's very good yeah the animated one's really good 
the one, yeah, they're in like the movie thing. I think it was a movie where it had the guy. And it the was guy. not. It was a six, six episode. Uh, Blood Origin. Blood, or Blood Origin, and it was. It had dandelion in it for like <gasps> two episodes, I like dandelion. and it was just terrible. Oh, for I two haven't episodes, seen the show then. Oh, I get dandelion mixed up with that witchy. I saw the movie, the like animated movie that they made. Yeah, Blood Origin. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, that one was really good. I enjoyed it. Well, when did you watch that? Oof. When I was watching the dogs at Mary Carey's, <laughs> it was like years. It was like a year ago. Okay, I feel less betrayed. It was a, it was a long time ago. It was a long know, time I ago. I swear. I think it was the year that we got engaged. That summer, it's more than a year ago. Okay, you guys have played most of the games. Do you have a favorite out of? I guess Joel's played one and two only a little bit. Three is the most streamlined. Yeah, three was pretty streamlined. I it I actually didn't like how streamlined it was. Just in the right. few missions that I played, I was like, oh, I want to explore more. Like I feel like that was a game that made me want to explore. And I was like, I don't really care about talking to these random people in this bar area or things like that. And so yeah, I wanted to skip a lot of it because I ended up getting bored and I, I mean, just stopped playing. Can we? Well, you could have. Can we define streamlined? The, in the first game, uh, the first games obviously is a there is no like combat in the sense of the new stuff. It's like you click and then you he swings until the thing is defeated and it's like an MMO type deal. In the second game, he's got the combat going, but the potion system's weird. But in the third game, it's all very good. Okay, I think we were talking about two different streamlines. Well, and even what you were calling streamlined, I don't think is the correct usage of the word. What I was referring to it. Yeah. The idea of it, like... You wanted to get away from all the talking. No, it was streamlined. I was thinking of streamlined in the sense of, like, there is a very direct route. Oh, linear. You're on a linear route. Okay, when I say streamlined, I think it's linear and going really fast. Uh, I don't know if it was very linear at all. Tyson got lost, apparently. Oh. I got lost many times. I didn't get lost at all. I've... I was bored. Tyson has a bad sense how, of direction. When you say how far, how far did you get? Okay, so I went out and I I killed the like first. I got to the town and then I killed that first like flying beast thing. The griffin. Yeah, and then I went to this castle and talked to some people. Yeah, castle. And then you would then that that was the tutorial area, and now after the castle is the actual game. Okay, so yeah, I basically completed the tutorial, and I was like, eh, that was kind of boring. Oof. So you played a tutorial and didn't like the games? Yeah, I played the tutorial, and I didn't like the game. Did mm. you get, like, the side quests that were in the tutorial world? Because there's a lot of them, too. No, I I just was like, how do I, like, start killing cool things? And it didn't let me do that. That would be it, the side quest. <laughs> oh, well. Sort of hunts and stuff. So what I'm hearing is, is you played the game and then, but wrong, and then didn't want to play. Look, they did not very easily let me just go and find. I wanted it to be like Monster Hunter, where you just yeah. Where I think you had to get past right that outside, part. Right outside the tavern, there's a big board saying monsters. Oh, see, I was just trying you're to just get supposed through to walk the... up and collect them. I was thinking it was like, oh, they're like handicapping me, and they're like, I gotta, I gotta push through, and get over this this tutorial no, crap. There was no, no handicapping. I think the tutorial one, I was there for like three hours. You were there for three hours in the tutorial. Yeah, because you could do like there was like six 
quests you could do, another oh. monster hunt, and then you can prep for the Russian fight in other ways other than the main lines it tells you. I see. I think I've just been so conditioned by games to get through the tutorial as quick as possible because the tutorials suck that I didn't even try to explore the tutorial. I just figured that this was a tutorial. Mm, you had to explore the tutorial. It's good, and then you, it taught you everything you need to the excess stuff, and you're on your way. I see. It was too boring. It didn't tell me where. It didn't. It didn't put a big mon. I wanted a monster to come kill everyone at the end, and I had to fight it. That's what I needed. Not to go talk to some stupid board. Well, it was the. It was just telling you how the game should start. I know. I. I think I just clicked through that dialogue. <laughs> it was telling you about Siri and stuff. Joel's a chronic dialogue skipper. Look, I play Dark Souls. Okay. There isn't yeah. any tutorial. There's no dialogue. Oh, there is kind when of. When I was your age, dialogue. I had to walk uphill in the castle both ways as there a wretch. There is dialogue, but it's not I dialogue explaining the game. I thought it was very good with Dark. I play it on the hardest difficulty too, though, because that's how that's oh, how I feel like you should play. It, because then, you're like a Witcher, because you have to. If you run in with no preparation, you just die instantly. If yeah, you I run can in see and that. Prep and then feel the fight monster on the hardest difficulty. Then it's still a hard challenge, but it's better. Yeah. I did. I did the. You want to have fun, but you want to not be, be bubble wrapped. That was my level. I did. Oh. I did the second level. I think it should be played. I don't know what level I did it on. I played it a while ago. I Death just, March. Death March is only level. I just remember not liking the Griffin fight, even though I was fight. Like I, I think I just wanted to be Monster Hunter. I wanted to get an insect glaive and like jump up and like do spin moves and crazy combos and like and i think it just felt i was it felt a little rigid i don't know if it you, you don't really get that throughout any of the game even later plays you get some like simple augments to you yeah fighting but it's mainly just you still get the sword but I, then again that's how i played most of the other games like dark souls and monster Hunter. i would get the sword yeah i would oh, get yeah. the big great sword uh, yeah, I would just get the huge sword, but like I would, I would get the swords that like made you do flips and crap, like in the uh, like the Abyss Watcher's sword. I wanted to do flips, and all I could do as Geralt was just chop, 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 chop. Wait, you, no, you there was there was chop, chop. There was a flip roll. Sorry, there's a chop, chop, roll, and then magic. And a strong swing, and a parry, and a counterattack. That's that's just chop, chop. You, well, no, no, it's not. You play Smash Bros. There's no way it's just chop chop. It's just chop chop. I think that the combat's more in depth than you're thinking. I am sure the combat is more. It, it just, I am used to the yeah. the silky smooth of Dark Souls or Monster Hunter, and it just wasn't giving it to me. I don't know if Dark Souls or Monster Hunter is very silky smooth. It wasn't so much that it was too easy. It was the fact that. But if you're just able to get along by going chop chop. No, I didn't yeah, just chop chop. A... I did do the. I did do the other thing. It's been a long time. I forgot what I did, but I do know that I didn't play on the easiest difficulty. I'm not on the easiest difficulty. Okay. Well, I know I didn't. I know I probably picked not the extremely hard, but I probably picked something like higher to the more difficult. There's but in four the middle. options. Then I picked the third because I don't think I picked the fourth. I wouldn't pick the fourth on my first go. I think it's definitely thing you need to sit through and fully go through the combat of before dropping it again. Or at least play a couple of the monster hunts. Probably. I think I I think I'm by rigid I'm not meaning 
I'm not meaning that it was hard or easy, or so much that there weren't that many mechanics to the combat or how deep the combat was. I mean, I didn't feel, like, cool. You wanted to feel, like, Henry Cavill cool? I didn't even need to feel like Henry Cavill. I just needed to, I needed to feel, like, I don't know, like, I, I felt like it was kind of neat, but I didn't feel like I did anything, like, uber meaningful. I think that's, like, combat has the, the meaningful stuff, but it's a different kind of meaningful. It's more of a methodical meaningful. It's oh. with the preparation stuff you have to do beforehand. You feel like you've done something with the prep time, and then when you finally beat the hard boss with all the stuff that yeah. it's weak to, then you feel like you earned it because you studied and you thought, well, this thing needs this, this, and this, and this. Yeah, I could see that. I, and I think that's what I, I, I'm used to the Dark Souls feel like a boss when you parry the really hard move and you get to do a crazy amount of damage and go bluey and then you feel like a bad donkey. So you're telling me how I many could... times do you parry the boss in Dark Souls? Though? You can't parry <laughs> big old bosses. Oh well, uh, you, when you're a winner like you me, roll dog. I don't. No, you don't. No, they don't have very many parryable moves. This ain't about Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> we can measure Dark Soul dicks later. <laughs> DSDs. Okay, back to the Witcher. No, no, I'm just thinking about Dark Souls movie. So, wait, you're telling me that part of the combat is that I can use books and study the monsters and kill them? It, it's my own time when reading is enjoyable. I love collecting monster guides and then reading out how it's uh, weak and all its weaknesses. And then you, there's lore. Lore is always good on monsters. So, okay, now, um, now I have multiple thoughts. A, this game tricked Tyson into reading. <laughs> B... This may, I have, because I haven't gotten past the tutorial, I haven't gotten to do those things, so I'm hearing that I can actually, because I have a hard time remembering all the different, I, there's a lot of chop chop, but there's a lot of different ways to chop chop, and I don't remember them all. So I'm intrigued by the fact that yeah. it seems like I can actually study. I sound like such a nerd. Yeah. I can study and it's, win the because battle. Because your bestiary. You get a yeah. uh, bestiary. I love when my bestiary is like filled with all these categories of like, this is the beast. Um, type monsters. This is the the cursed type, and I could open up a file and just see them all. Nerd alert! Wow, what are you trying to read? It says the people who write books. I feel like it's sort of. I don't know. I'm trying to think about the show and how how much is that hinted at. I guess he's just kind of got the bestiary in his head. Yeah, he's he's like, yeah. well, because you I mean you're. He's a full witcher, so I guess that makes they sense. They just yeah. It the video games have to put you at a place of beginning. To, that way you can like feel as the player earning it yourself when the shows directly are like yeah no he's already got it because technically I mean Geralt probably already has it Geralt Geralt <laughs> Jerome uh, Geralt definitely probably already has it even in the games but I, they still just make you kind of like reset as the player I feel because it would kind of suck if you just had everything there's moments in the story where he's pulling out the ideas. It doesn't put into bestiary, obviously, so you don't know it. But Geralt's like, uh, we could cure him this way using this procedure, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so he, it does show that he knows his stuff. It's just that he just doesn't show it for combat. Yeah. doesn't have it for you to see it. It's all up in his head, not yours. He knows it, but he has no control over his body, so he's stuck. <laughs> he's just sitting there going, yeah. no, you idiot, I should do this. And we're up there going, doo, doo, doo. I don't know, I kind of, mm, it's hard to do like a representation of mixed media in a TV show, like represent any sort of exterior books or texts. What do you mean? It's hard to represent characters doing that and it look good. I think Sherlock's one of the first that 
represented like people reading texts and it actually looked fine. Wait, which Sherlock? Uh, BBC with Cumberbatch. There's a lot of people who complain about that. Oh, I like it. Yeah, a lot of people actually really dislike it. That's not what I read. I guess you were reading different things. I read things that were cool about it. You read uh, the mean I, things. I watched things that were mean about it. Oh, and they okay. were, it was comparing the two Sherlock's, but anyways. The other one, well, that's, let me think. Because that shows, like, uh, sketches over it, doesn't it? When he's calculating and stuff. That's another cool thing. They could have incorporated that into Witcher and, like, take the studying aspect of the games and put it in. And it still would have been really cool. I don't know. I feel like that would, I would pull you out the moment in The Witcher. Because it doesn't have that sort of graphical nuance stuff in the show. That's fair. It feel like a, a, a joke, like, on um, a Hangover where the, the guy just pretends like he's smart and starts pulling up all the numbers on his head. Yeah, because a lot of times the mystery would come down not even, like, there'd be a little bit of, oh, what monster is this? But most of the time, the mystery was, how are we going to fully execute on this thing that we know, that he, that mm. uh, girl already knew? They don't do a great, mm. it's on purpose, but they kind of do the same thing in the books, where it, it's it's third person limited, which is actually kind of weird. Interesting. Um. So there's things that Geralt knows that they will not reveal to you until after, like the Striga hunt, mm. basically. I think that's another thing for the show, though. Apparently, um, at least in the games and what I've heard books, the rest of them, Geralt is a very outspoken character and very smart with his words, but in the first season of The Witcher, uh, the producer of the show thought Henry Cavill did a good, like, grunting noises and just nothing, no emotion face. A little. That they, they cut his lines a lot. So he had less lines because he was so good at being stoic. But if, if we're going realistic, Geralt, then he would have nerd, not nerded out, but like absolutely know everything about everything and held a good bit of information. So does that come up in season two? In season two, Henry Cavill got more sway and he does, he is more vocal about things. He is less stoic. Um, he's still like, it's Geralt, but he's... He talks more, and you can see his intelligence. It's not just a, a grunt. What is interesting about the books is that they seem to have almost like a Sanderson level of magic and world building. However, they will only tell you exactly what you need to know and not explain anything around that. And it's kind of just like, yeah. they're like, exactly this reason. And you're like, why? And they're like, hmm, what? Yes. You don't, you don't need to know that. So that is how the books are. And I think it's interesting that the games kind of just decided to nullify that aspect altogether. And the show, I think, follows more of the books going, we'll tell you exactly what you need and nothing else. Not even if it would help. But I guess, I mean, that's the same thing. I guess they leaned away more from the academia side. The games don't explain the magic, but they do make you study about all the monsters. <clears throat> I have to keep like a little, I have a Venn diagram going in my head of all three, the book, the movie, and the game. Goodness. Let my brain recuperate for a second. Why Why do we think the show did so well? Cavill. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate? He has a very big love for the character. He, he knew about the character for the show, and he pushes that love on the... Like, during production, one of the reasons why they say they fired him was the toxic nerd uh, environment he was providing, where they do something in the show... And he go, no, 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 no. Geralt wouldn't do this, or the the elves wouldn't do this. At book seven, uh, chapter eighty-two, see here it says that this, and he would 
fact check them all the time because he cares about the, the material. I feel like that's a resurfacing moment. I forget which is probably all of them, but God forbid some of the people involved in producing it care about the source material and that's what makes it good. Yeah. When the people came out, absolutely said they don't like the original material. That was a bad... Looking at Rachel Ziegler. I mean, that's a very uh, common thing because, I mean... Literally, the people who made the Halo show—that was uh, that was a show. We're like, yeah, we didn't really want to make anything about Halo, and they're like, I didn't play the games. Master Chief is um going to uh, now have sex with some lady while Cortana watches, and oh, he's also going to take off his helmet and all of his armor, and you know, like the main thing he doesn't do in yeah. every game. We're going to make him do that in the first episode. Yeah, that feels like a later episode, but now I'm intrigued. <laughs> As someone who's never played more than five minutes of Halo. Yeah, no, it sucks. Other than Cavill, what else? I mean, it was kind of, it, they did like a good job in terms of how they laid stuff out. I think that the whole entire three pieces of time all kind of slowly revealing more and more was neat. Um, I think that worked pretty well. The braided narrative is really cool. Was Yeah, that was neat. I think they handled it well. I think the... The, with the storytelling and just it had a lot of stuff that everyone really liked with the song obviously that made it very popular and then the fight scenes are very dry like you were drawn in fight scenes because they're very well choreographed mm-hmm. love me some good fight choreography mm. i think i just have i have something exceedingly stupid to say but i don't know how else to put it in words as of right now because i can't think of any examples but there's just as much attention to detail as staying true to the source content as presenting it well, if that makes sense. Like, they made a good show. Yeah. They have, they have solid movie-making like techniques. and the character dressing mm-hmm. and just the, the vibes and the world-building kind of of the show works, like, really well. It doesn't seem like... like there's nothing tacky. Like, visual world-building, not, yeah. not lore, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they had that given. But yeah. I think, like you said, costuming... Camera shots, clean audio, really good looking without it being too. Except for that itchy. one transition. Except for that one. Tra- oh, they had a flash frame. Oh, I forgot about that. I just broke out in a cold sweat thinking about it. Ooh, that one flash frame is a little weird in such a well constructed show. But that's one of the only things that made me sit and grind my teeth. Everything else was, yay, I'm watching a really cool fantasy show. I know there's other material for it that I probably shouldn't interact with, but I'm happy with just the show, which probably is not good. No, I shouldn't say that. It's a good gateway. It's a a gateway drug. You don't have to interact with the rest of the... You don't play League of Legends. I will. No, I won't. That's a lie. That's a a bald-faced lie. (laughs) It made me want to, though. And Witcher also made me want to play the games. I want to want to play League of Legends. But at least... At least the Witcher games live up to the Witcher show. Like, I think they are equal in presentation and reception. They're both really well-received and enjoyable. League of Legends... No, it's not as well-rated as Arcane. What are you talking about? It's not not as well-rated. They often say it's where all the sweaty nerds go to play the game, so... Versus Witcher, which is a manly game. Yeah. It is. It's a manly game with a manly gruff guy who and bangs people on stuff. everywhere in a 16 pack. I don't know. It seems like it seems like you guys are just trying to cope. <laughs> Hopium. Like, I want to be that guy. I don't know. You don't want to be Geralt? I want to be Geralt, and I'm no. a woman. 
Do you guys have any thoughts while I think? Um, Geralt? Hot. Next question. Jennifer? Mm. Extra hot. Next question. Porcupine guy? That was a good twist. Wow. I found a hot girl. Does that happen? Is that That's probably the books, right? It is the books. And Not the I game. Think, I, I think it is in the books. Okay. That was a great twist. Mm. It was pretty needed. Braided narrative really came out there and went, wha-bam, gotcha. I liked it. Felt in my jelly something was weird, though. What? Is there anything bad? Any bad points? Any what What didn't go well? Bad mm. points. The third season was drawing on because uh, you could see that people were stopped caring. Where obviously now we're at the point where a lot of people don't care. They got rid of Cavill. Therefore. Yeah, that is, that is the biggest one. It'd be interesting to see how much their reputation drops from that. I mean, it already, I think, took a big hit. There are, there's um, so many people already saying they're no longer watching season four because they fired the one thing many people were watching it for. Mm. Which, as we pointed out earlier, is the one person that cares about the source content. Not the one person, but the main yes. person. I think it is uh, the one person who's willing to fight against the other people who don't. Like the, the Dandelion, while he's read the books, played the games, he never goes out and says, we can't do this because this isn't the, the character that he is. I think it takes a certain sort of... Um, you sort of certain amount of, like... Immunity. Leverage, yeah. <laughs> to, I think to go against Henry Cavill probably also thought, I'm Superman, so I probably get a bit more sway here. This is true. I mean, for, um, for a while it worked. It did, and it worked really well. And then it didn't. But then, I mean, it still sort of works because people are backlashing them for it, so they're on his side anyway. Yeah. So, it worked just in a different way and probably not the best way. Would have been better if they just kept him. But now he's doing a Warhammer and it will be good. I'm really having to scrape the barrel thinking about things that went wrong. I think this is this was one of the things that I picked out for the podcast because I think it went so well. I think it doesn't help that I it's been a bit since we watched it. And it it, it did slip a bit for me. I didn't remember it as well as like Attack on Titan or something. Well, Tyson's the resident expert. I felt like it was pretty strong. I felt like it went pretty strong for most of the season. I even, I still enjoyed season three. Some people didn't, but... What didn't they enjoy about season three? I don't know. I just I remember hearing people not liking it. Maybe they see the I like. I think in the first, the first few episodes, if I remember right, like, the first one had a bit of interest, but then it felt like we had two episodes after that that didn't really pique my interest. Or I can't that remember. might have been it. We had a lot of ill stuff in season three and that no one really cared about. No, I was just meaning one, like season one. I haven't seen it past season one. Season one, I thought was pretty good throughout because you got the the different hunt each season, uh, each episode for uh, Cavill, and yeah. then you had the series stuff, which I thought was pretty okay. No, I think for the most part it was. I think I just remember the first. I think the first episode was fine. I think the episode with the bard, and there was like, there is like a few. There's like one or two episodes where I was just kind of like. At the beginning, where I'm like, okay, that was that was all right. Like it wasn't, it, it didn't leave me like needing to watch more. When a lot of the show did leave me like, okay, I want to keep watching. When like the few episodes was like, okay, yeah, we're we got through that episode. I think I would disagree. Interesting. I think the only reason that it was hard, like, to binge watch was because of the emotional weight. Because they, I mean, they're really not afraid to just kill a ton of people in a really 
horrendous and visceral way that makes you cry. So that, it wasn't so much the pacing or the adventures that they chose. It was just the emotional weight. Sometimes I'm like, I need a minute. I need a minute. I'm sad. I was, I was fine. I was like, yeah, kill him. I cried. Which is interesting. The people say, I've looked up, it says that the, um, while the first half of the third season was really good, the last three uh, spectacles were narratively questionable, concluded, and inadequately paced. Which I can agree with, Hmm. but I still like them. Like the final episode had some dodgy sections where, since Cavill's been replaced with uh, Liam, you... We're tr- I was trying to figure out how they were going to like say how he's we're changing and uh, I my thought was before this even came out it was going to be like um, the books where he died and maybe the the revival process changed his face and it looked like it was going that way and he he was like dying but then he got brought back for three more episodes it was really weird hmm. interesting but he had a wicked cool exit he just hand fought like seven dudes crushed their skulls it was awesome and then that was the last we saw of Captain Witcher hmm, that's a way to go out it was an awesome way to go out do you think they'll do pull an off screen maneuver it is going to be an off screen maneuver and while the, the, the guy said like the, the showrunner he said it's going to be super smooth transition but it I don't not. see how they can get it smooth Lies it's going to be just all of a sudden it's not uh, you know the ending of Bolt where they have the character undergo facial reconstruction surgery and that's how they explain Penny not being the actress anymore? It's that. Yeah, it's just, it's just that. It's wizard facial, facial reconstruction surgery. Well, bam. Any closing thoughts? Cavill shouldn't have been fired. Uh, shouldn't have been fired. <sighs> game very good. Show also pretty good. You said game good, show pretty good. Yeah, it's still, it's still very good, but it's not as good as the game. For what reason? I like playing the game, and I got more story out of it, more content. Okay, so you you sort of miss the in-depth story of the game in the shows. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. I don't think that's bad to say, I, but I don't think it's a failing of the show, because I don't think you can just, I don't think you can do the same amount of content with a show without it dragging, as you can a game. Mm. Mm. So I think that's just where the, the medium kind of hits the wall, where a game has the whole world laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Thank you for joining us on this quest through The Witcher. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you to Tyson Bryan and Joel Pitts for joining me. Join us next week for our season finale, where we will be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go study up on my monsters. <laughs>